Hello guys and welcome to our podcast, Dingo and the Baby. Yes, um, so first thing I want to talk to you guys about, um, we were, uh, we were gone for, I think, eight days. Yes, and we had numerous reasons for that. We got back yesterday. Yesterday was the first full day we got back. We got back two days away, two days from today. Well, yeah, it was kind of a weird way to say it, but yes, we were on a wildlife retreat with that Bojack Horseman brought us to. Yes, it was with Bojack Horseman, um, Janda Willie, and some lights. Yes, I actually think one of the days um, we should interview Jerry Janitor Willie. That's a, that does sound like a that's a that's gonna be a good interview. Oh, I'm already uh, I'm already cleansing my skin thing of the Scottish way he's gonna talk. Um, sorry, what what did you say? You're cleansing your skin. Sorry, that's how um us in the beige aging batter ring talk. Oh, I feel like you you when did you meet Rick? I told you when I when he was walking out, I walked in. Uh, we like he, when he was walking out of the building, I was walking into it. Oh, um, oh well, did your pancreas still hurt at that time? No, it did not. It had uh, cooled down literally because my pancreas was on fire. Oh well, um, that's totally a normal thing. Next thing, so who are we going to have on our podcast today? You, uh, you're the one who invited him. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's a twelve ounce mouse. Yes, it's the twelve ounce mouse. He um. We actually don't know about his weight anymore. I don't know how how much weight he has. Um, I don't know if he's still 12 ounces, maybe a 13-ounce mouse. Yes, that's um. we still don't know. But that we are going to be interviewing Mr. 12-ounce mouse. Welcome to the show. No, he's not on the show today. Really? He's not on the show? He's not on the show. Oh, well, um, well, well then I, don't, I don't think I understand what's happening today. Neither do I, neither do I. Well, let's talk about our wildlife retreat. Yes, so um, it was with us, the lights, and Jenga Willie. Yeah, well, I don't know. Was it, was it? I've, I'm starting to not remember. I believe it was. Okay, well, um, us, the lights, and Jenga Willie. I was, um, Jenga Willie was really interesting. Yes, he was kind of cooking stones the whole time. Well, I know you may think that just sounds crazy and made up, but by cooking stones, we mean like heart-shaped rocks. Yes, Jana really has this weird obsession with heart-shaped rocks. We, the wildlife retreat was in the redwoods, and he just took them all home. Yes, he took, he scanned the entire forest for them. He took every single heart-shaped rock in the redwoods home. Yeah, um, his bag on the way back. It actually ended up... They were gonna have him on the plane because somehow they didn't see that there were over hundred over um over two hundred rocks in his bag and they didn't they didn't flag that in the airport. But um he on the plane, the plane when he got in, the wheels broke and the plane just hit the ground because of how heavy his rocks were. Yes, um it's it's not he has he's told us to tell you that uh, it's not because of how heavy he was. It's how heavy the rocks were. Yes, he's actually, well, he's been losing weight. This is not, this is General Willie. And he's been losing weight. Um, He's been doing push-ups and whoosh-ups and gush-ups. All those good things. Uh, he's been doing heart-shaped rocks because he had to pick up the plane when put it back on the wheels. Yeah, because the wheels didn't, the wheels fell off. They, like, they just went, they just started, like, careening down different, um, down the airstrip without the plane. Yeah, um, that's the word careening, more like careening 
Ah, uh, yes, we did meet with um, Kareem. Not Kareem, the basketball player. Kareem, as in the first guy to try curry and his name, or he was the first guy to try curry and his name was Eam, so it's Curry Eam, Kareem. Yes, that's, we did meet with him. It was really great um, on the wildlife retreat. He's, and basically, it was actually, he would jet ski with us. Yeah, he, um, I, I could not get up when I was jet skiing, but he was really good and he actually ended up doing a, doing a backflip and breaking his, uh, breaking his spinal cord. Yes, and you may be wondering, oh my gosh, that sounds horrible. Oh my gosh, I can't believe he broke his spinal cord. Well, he had accordions for spine. Yeah, those, he's a totally normal guy, talks normal, sounds normal, but just in his spine, or he doesn't sound normal. Sometimes you'll hear like a playing in his spine when he breaks it. But um, it just kind of broke. Yes, um, that. But although the melody when you when the spine broke, it may not have felt that good to him. But oh, the melody of the of the breaking was beautiful. Yeah, that's uh, that's not how most people would describe the breaking of someone's bones. But um, I I do have to agree that that was uh, it was a really beautiful melody. And guys, then we have to tell you um another thing. This, so we got back, if we got back two nights ago, why didn't we record a podcast yesterday? Oh, why didn't we? That's because our microphone was broken. Yes, so our microphone was in the bag of the, or the microphone, um, we put it inside one of the wheels that had careened away. Yes, um, inside one of the wheels. Uh, well, you may be wondering why did you put it inside the wheels? Because we wanted, we popped a hole in the wheel, dug it through put it in, and we redid the wheel so that the, the microphone was in it. Yeah, and um, it was for safety of the wheel. We really didn't want any, we, or not safety of the wheel, we don't really care about the wheel, it was for the safety of the microphone. And um, in retrospect, it probably would have been safer to put the microphone in like a, maybe a, um, maybe like a, a bag in the, in the storage compartment under planes. Yeah, that probably would have been better, and better question would be, why did we bring our microphone? Oh, yes, this is actually an interesting one. So we were going to have um, Janitor Willie on our podcast, but it turns out that's going to be for later. That's going to be for later. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hey. Hi. 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 So, guys, today we're having a 12-ounce mouse. 12-ounce mouse. Yes, and um, so we don't want to talk about 12-ounce mouse because we have this habit of We'll talk about them, but 12-ounce mouse has been having a really hard time, so don't laugh at him. Yes, and you, and he actually can hear you through the microphone. Even though we haven't even published this episode, he, when we talk, he's, um, he can hear your reaction. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's, um, he's like the, he's like a toned-down version of Stewie. Kind of like, um, kind of like Bart. Bart's not that smart. He's, Bart's a prankster. Um, well, actually, he's not, you have, which Bart are you talking about? Are you talking about Bart Burns, or are you talking about Bart Simpson or Bart Burns? Um, talking about Bart Burns isn't smart. Uh, really? I think he's a genius. Bart Burns, more like Fart Burns. Uh, yeah, no, that, that, dude, dude, what, that, was, that wasn't cool. What, uh, what do you mean? His name's, uh, his name's Bart. He's, like, what I did was I changed, because his name's normally Bart, which, and then I changed that to Fart Burns, and now it's a funny name. I know what you did. He just, that's, that's not, that's not something nice. He, he's always getting 
picked on because people tell him his name is Fart Burns. Oh, really? Um, well, how does he deal with this? We had a whole episode on this. Actually, he usually kills them. Oh my God, that's that's a really dark way. That's a really dark way to say it, Mark. That's a really dark way to say it, Chris. I, I don't know why you said it. Why you called me Mark? But that, what do you mean? That's a dark way to say it. It's him that's doing a dark thing. I really don't think that's very dark, you know. You gotta get back at the boys, but just the way you said it, chills down my what I wish was an accordion spine. Yeah, well, they are very breakable. But I really don't. I, I don't think I said it. Do you? Do you? Do you think you could have done better? I I uh, do. Um. So let me try it. Uh, when people call him fart burns, he usually um deals with them. Did you say deals with them? Yes, I do. Thank you for uh, thank you for appreciating that. Um, I don't know if I appreciated that. Well, I didn't say it. Deals with them implies that this is like that's a harsher way to say it. That that's what it seems like to you. You're a sociopath who thinks four hundred car crashes resulting in one hundred thirty thousand deaths is funny. I don't think that that is funny. That is not funny. That's not funny. Okay, then why did you laugh? That is a matter of the face Rick was making. Making none of you could see it. But he was making this kind of, um, this kind of face that was like, I'm walking down the street. What do you mean, an I'm walking down the street face? Well, his face was kind of like, hey guys, I'm walking down the street. Was that, uh, was that very funny to you? No, it was, it, it was kind of creepy. It was primarily the joke that I laughed at. But you, so you find, didn't find the joke funny, but you laughed at it? Uh, yeah, I, I, that's what happened. So, you, last time you said it was the Urkelinator, but I don't think that's the case. That's not the case. Well, then why did you laugh? I just felt like I need to need to fit in with with Ma, with Rick. I'm sorry. Oh, my Ma, Mark, it's okay, guys. We need to talk about this. We'll be back after this break with the 12-ounce mouse. 12-ounce mouse. Oh, yeah. 12-ounce mouse. Bye, guys. We'll be back after this break. Now, guys, welcome back to the show. We are back with... Mr. 12-Ounce Mouse. Yes, welcome to the show, 12-Ounce Mouse. You you were, you kind of just said what uh, what Chris said, but you interview. But uh, I think it would have been better if I had gone on with Chris and introduced me the way you want to introduce me. Well, um, what was stopping you from going on when I introduced you? He, uh, he slipped me some gas under the table to say that I should go on after, after you introduced me. Oh, wait, he did? I thought... If you're the gangster, I, sorry, I'm just guessing from your voice. It's a little rude, although I am a gangster, so I will allow it. If you're the mobster, I don't like that term, but I guess you will use it because I am a mobster. Okay, well, if you're a mobster, and Mark, why, wouldn't you be slipping Mark cash under the table? That's an unfair thing we don't like. We don't like the assumption that mobsters are always the ones slipping cash under the table. We prefer to slip cash over the table. Oh, so you just like to be open that you're giving the cash? No, we well, we, we do the thing where we block it with our hands as we slide the cash. Oh well, if you're using both your hands to block the uh, to block the cash, how do you how is the cash moving? We'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll put a string in the other guy's food with a little loop so it'll go around his teeth, and we'll, we'll wrap the uh, wrap uh, wrap the, wrap the rest of the loop on the on the cash, and then you one of these. Eating, it'll slowly come to it, and it won't be obvious. I think it'd just be less, um, less mad, less hard, and less um, labory. Well, 
those mean the same thing. I, I don't think library is a word, but okay. I think it'd be less hard just to slip the cash under the table and it'd be a lot less obvious. Well, um, that's, that's been a concern that's been brought up to me many times, but, um, uh, yeah, they thought, I mean, like, hey, uh, do I want to mouse? Why don't you, uh, run slipping on the table? But I, uh, I always throw it around their teeth and, uh, they eat. Well, do they know that you're going to do that, or are they just constantly eating and they see that money is coming closer and closer to them? Well, um, sometimes I don't tell them just to be like, hey, here's some money. Hey, well, um, do you like to, um, do you, what, do, what should we call you? I'm sorry, Mr. Twilight Mouse. I'd like you to call me Twilight Mouse Mouse, although I have so lost some weight. Now I'm on 11, so 11 ounce mouse. Um, is that, I don't know if, this is, a, is that a healthy weight for mice? Like, is that too much or too little? I prefer to think that it's too little, but I don't know. You like to think that it's too little? Or wouldn't that mean you're, you're small? That's, that's what I think, but like, if I'm a small mouse, big, Small mouse, big, uh, big, big mobster gang. Then I guess I'm, uh, I guess I'm doing well. Okay. Now, what? Uh, let's talk about your mobster gang. Um. So, do you have a certain? Is it only mice? Well, we, uh, we, we experienced with some mite with some uh, rats, but the the rats turned out to be rats. Uh, you mean they they ratted? Who did they rat you out to? Well, these uh these rats routed me out to the uh this guy, and we run an op a cheese operation. This most of our operation as a mobster business, and we uh we run our cheese operation on the table. And this guy comes by and knocks the table. I'm sorry, I know you're talking about something else, but you call it a mobster business? Like, is is it a business? Is it legal? We uh some some of it's legal. Sometimes we'll do some illegal twelve ounce mouse stuff, but uh. That makes it some cops let it slide. Hey, well, well, what stuff have you done? Well, um, do you remember that story? Uh, no, the Christmas story was uh, all the people were sleeping, no one was stirring, not even a mouse. Uh, I think I vaguely remember that that's how it goes, but I do remember that that's the story. Well, um, there was a mouse in that house. Oh, I see what you're doing. There was a mouse in that house. I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to run, but there was a mouse in the house, and he was, uh, his name was Klaus. Okay, what was Klaus doing? Well, Klaus was the mouse in the house, and Klaus in the house was, uh, he was robbing the house. Oh, well, what was he robbing the house of? Klaus, that's what we call, um, that's what we call cheese in the biz. Uh, did you name cheese glass for the sole purpose of having that rhyme? But, uh, thank you for noticing that. That's, uh, that is something we did. Okay, so I'm sorry I interrupted you. Can we circle back to the, uh, let's circle back to the, um, the table thing? Okay, I mean, you're the one who interrupted me, and you kind of asked me to circle back really rudely, but, um, let's talk about the table thing. So this guy walks by, totally not talking about us, and you're, what do you mean not talking about us? Like, do you, when, you, when people walk by you, do you like to, do you prefer them to talk to you, or... Not to us. I mean, they can't. We can understand them. They can't understand us. Oh, does that? Do you have any business going on with humans? Yes. It, and uh, I know your next question. And um, yes, it does. It does really interfere with the, uh, with the relationship of the. It really is hard to do the transactions when we can't talk to them. Yeah, that does seem like it would make it a little more difficult. So this guy walks by and is not talking about you, and he just and uh, what happens next? Well, this guy, he knocks down our table, and, um, he, he knocks down our table, and that's where we're running our big cheese operation. Oh, was, uh, 
Did the, sorry, did the rats tell him to, that you thought the rats? Uh, no, that, uh, I just put those things together. That's, uh, that's a different story. Okay, well, what's an example of something the rats have done, just to show you that they're rats? Well, um, the one time there was this, uh, there was this mouse, and he's called Big Mouse. He's, uh, his name's Chucky. Is he Chucky Cheese? That, uh, that's, that's one of them. Yes, his name's Chucky Cheese. He works at arcades and he sometimes robs them. And yeah, uh, we were trying to get him to work for us, but then he told them that we were gonna work for him. Sorry, you were trying to get Mr. Chucky Cheese to work for you, and the these rats told him that you were going to work for him. That, that's uh, that, that's precisely what happened. Well, what what do you mean they? Wait, so was he like? Did he have his own mob or what? What do you mean you were gonna work for him? Well, um, mice are very, mice are very polite. Uh, I think you might know that. I did not, and I wasn't guessing you would be, given you run a mobster gang. Well, just because we uh, we run this mobster gang doesn't mean we can't be polite while we run the mobster gang. That's a fair point. I don't know what's happening to you, Rose. I don't either. It's just something that happens to me when I have a lot of cheese. Okay, so, so um, sorry. Can you explain to us why what's happening? Well, mice don't, they were polite, right? Then if this rat, who's not very polite, he tells them, hey, uh, they're going to work for you. Then suddenly we're stuck with six months worth of working for this guy. Oh, so the reason you hate the rats is because he, he's, um, he told them, he told this Chuck E. Cheese man that you would be working for him when really you wanted him to work for you. That's, uh, that's precisely what happened. And then... Now we get stuck like working twelve months at uh, working six months at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh well, at least if you guys were robbing the cheese, did you get a lot of money from robbing Chuck E. Cheese? No, we uh, we didn't get any of the cut. I mean, there was some pizza that uh, was dropped on the floor, but we didn't want to go close to that. And why not? One uh, Chucky, Mister Chucky, would always like it. And do um, we know about diseases? One mice, but uh, we we've been. That's the reason we get into you guys' houses. Wait, what? Um, sorry, I finished your sentence, but why do you get inside our houses? Well, I mean, your house, they usually, no, there's not that many, there's not that many diseases in your houses. And then you come in, we come into your houses and you you call the exterminator on us. That's, that's the equivalent of calling the police on a mobster. Oh, so, um, so when you call the police on a mobster, usually you get, something happens to you. What happens to you when you call the exterminator on a, on a, what, what do you, on a mouse? That's, uh, well, that's an interesting thing, and I don't know if I want to tell you. Uh, please tell us. Okay, that was enough to convince me. So, I'll tell you what happens. Basically, you call the police on the mouse. I'm sorry, I'm saying police, but, uh, I hope you could read the lines, read between the lines, and tell that I mean exterminator. You call the exterminator on the mouse. The mouse gets taken out by the exterminator. When you say taken out, do you mean, like, taken out of the house or killed? I mean, usually you think that he's killed, and then it turns out he isn't. Like, they'll they'll put him outside, and then he'll, like, rise up again. You know, kind of like a Dracula thing. Um, I don't know what just what you're saying, but um, so he'll rise. Like, you'll think he's dead. You'll throw him outside, and then he'll, like, rise up again like Dracula. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, by, by, like, Dracula, I mean, Dracula, like, dies. Like, he goes in the coffin every night, and then he comes back. Like, it's pretty remarkable. Okay, so what happens after they wake up? Sorry, um, actually, I need to tell you something. Uh, what? Well, I just need to, thought we should tell him. Dracula didn't die every night. He was just sleeping.
that uh, really I, I thought we were all I thought we all just died every night and then we just woke up. I, I was kind of I was kind of happy about that. Uh, I was I thought that mice were really resilient. Oh well, I'm sorry that I had to do be the one to tell you that. Yeah, it really wasn't great watching your face go from scowl to wowl. Yeah, that's uh, that's a face we have, scowl to wowl. So basically, the mouse back comes back up and he goes and he takes the hair that you have and then he replicates you and he uh, takes over the rest of you until you can't stand seeing you over and over again and then the world collapses. Um, has this happened before? Uh, no, we uh, were still in the making of doing this. Hey, well, how uh, how close are you? Oh, we're about uh, we're about twenty years away. Well, that's kind of far, but still, um, if you're taking over the world, aren't aren't all of the other people going to uh, die or die off? Uh, those the those uh, mean the same thing, but that uh, that the consequences and that's the consequences of the actions of not letting a mouse. Oh, so next time I see a mouse. Mouse, I should probably call the exterminator. Um, well, um, or you shouldn't call the exterminator unless it's one of those green mouses. You know, there's two gangs of mouses. There's my gang and there's the Chuck E. Cheese gang. Oh, did you get in a fight with Chuck E. Cheese? Well, we just kind of split off. And uh, now, yes, we are in gang the war. So uh, if it's one of them, call the, call the exterminator. I don't know what happened to your voice. How do I know if it's one of them or one of yours? Or one of... There's, uh, there's not that many distinctions, you know? You can either have, you, it's either one of them or ours, and you can't really tell, it's just kind of a gamble. Oh, well, uh, what, what happens if we let a Chuck E. Cheese one go? Oh, well, if you let a Chuck E. Cheese one go, then uh, that's that's bad for you. Then we're gonna clone you and then take over the world with you. Oh, that's, that's so I, no matter what I do, unless I uh, mouse, uh, do the Chuck E. Cheese mouse, well, what happens if I, Guess correctly, and I get the Chuck E. Cheese mouse exterminated. Well, uh, sometimes what you'll do, uh, then we'll team up with the Chuck E. Cheese mouse to replicate your hair. Oh, so no matter what we do with a mouse, we will always get attacked and turned into. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the one of the reasons we go is to hide from the diseases and stuff. But the the other reason is to uh to take over the world with you. Oh, so, okay, that's terrifying. I really don't want to leak any more of your private information. So, guys, we'll be, um, so this is the end, and then we'll be back with the outro. Back with the outro. Back with the outro. Back with the outro. Bye. Hello, guys, welcome to the outro of Dingo and the Baby. Uh, usually, well, you don't really welcome people typically to the outro of something. What do you mean? You don't usually say welcome to the end of this. I think I think it's I think it's just polite. Polite like those mouses up top. Uh, uh up top. What well, now? Is that okay? That uh, that was kind of mean. You didn't. You that was mean up top. Uh, you're starting to sound like an Italian mouse gangster mobster. We uh we prefer that you use the term mobster, and we uh we just started taking over the world, so we started with this guy. Oh, I um. So I bet we better end this podcast. But um. So let's uh let's go out with a song. That uh, that that would be nice. So I'll sing the song. I was really thinking it'd be one of the jingles that we already have provided. I I can do it myself. I race with a spoon. Race with a knife. Race with a gun. Gonna end your life. Oh, that's 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 dark. That's dark. Goodbye, guys.
Goodbye, my friends. Oh no, he's gone. Uh, he's gone singing. Early. We got. We got to go. Goodbye. See you next time. We won't see you. Bye. Uh, you were safe, I guess. Yes, I was. Bye.